Hello, everybody. Welcome inside After Hours Sports. My name is Brandon Rosenthal, and alongside me, as always, I'm joined by Social Mike and Eric Garcia. Gentlemen, what's going on? This is quarantine day, like, I don't know, 193? Yeah, well, at least it feels like that. Yeah, it really man. does feel like that. Um, but we actually got a little bit taste, of, a little taste of sports, finally. So we got, and it, you know, this is about as close to sports as we can get. We saw players get picked digitally, and that was about <laughs> it. <laughs> exactly. And um, we were ready for it. You know yes, what I mean? Dude, 100%. Eric, you ain't lying about that. So um, today we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk about what the Niners did. We have a lot uh, to talk about NFL heavy. Um, but, you know, you guys can start talking whenever you guys want. What, do you, what did you guys think of the draft? What were your first impressions, you know, um, Oh, and you know, before we do that, first of all, how you guys doing? Everything, everybody good? Everybody, family's good? Everybody's healthy? Yeah, everything's yeah. safe for me. How about you guys? Yeah. Same. Everything's good. Every- I'm just trying to stay in as much as I can, and, and yeah, that's real, pretty man. much what we all can do. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much yep. all, all we can do, man. I mean, I'm staying home. I'll go to the grocery store. That's about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell, what do you guys think of the draft? You, uh, Mike, Eric, what, whoever wants to go first, go right ahead. Um, go for it. You want to go ahead, Abek? Uh, no, go for it. All right, cool. So um, to, just to start with, um, just to recap, pretty much you heard a lot of uh, head coaches and people talking about how they were digging this draft. Mm-hmm. I think they liked the fact that it wasn't that, you know, that what it always is. You know what I mean? Um, they were able to stay at home. Pretty much I think they were experiencing what a lot of people are experiencing right now where they're getting a chance to work from home, and they're like, yeah, I prefer this. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, this is this is a you know like a lot of them kept mentioning spending time with family, spending time with family, um, and if you're the kind of guy that like you think the family is going to get in the way of your draft, dude, you you can you can make sure they stay the fuck out of your way. I mean, I say that in the nicest way because I'm telling my son to stay the fuck out of my way while he's in his room when I record. So yeah, if we I'm pretty if, sure you if I was an NFL here. head coach, yeah. if I'm pretty yeah. sure if I was running an NFL team, I would be able to make sure they stayed the fuck away. If <laughs> I, I think so. I think so, dude. Um, but it, it, it's one thing I will say is it sucked for the city of Las Vegas because they were get, they were going to get the opportunity to host um, what was going to be a pretty cracking party. Um, the draft always can get wild, and you know the draft in in Vegas you could almost guarantee that shit was going to be hell noise. So I mean that part of it sucked, and what sucked about it is I wasn't the first person to Google search twenty twenty one draft. That shit's going to be Cleveland, so uh, not the same. No, not not the same at all. Um, and I, I, what's better, being in Cleveland or being a virtual? Virtual all day long. I mean, all virtual, day long. damn. Virtuoso, dog. I mean, it's just it's a cold world. It's out crazy, there, eh? bro. Yeah, yeah it, that sucks. But I, but again, that sucks for the city of Las Vegas. I, I honestly was maybe the NFL could find a way to be like, yeah, yeah Cleveland, let's push it back another year for you, because I think Vegas. That would have been cracking. You know what I mean? And if yeah. and if they're not going to do that, maybe they should consider the, you know, a little online shit moving forward. Yeah, maybe they can, you know, I don't know how much marketing or, you know, like I definitely know that I'm sure they have NFL locations for draft like three years in advance. And, you know, there's – with these conferences, we just had to go through it at, at our job, Eric, um, with a canceled conference and the repercussions of what happens there. And, you know, so – and that one event for, you know, our job is fucking huge. 
And that's yeah, one exactly is one event, and I imagine that. So hopefully they can make they can get Vegas back like next year and and put and push everything back. I I don't know if they can move it with Cleveland. I hope they can. That would be sick if they just push it all one year. But we'll see. We'll see, man. But yeah, I, I think obviously the benefit all, is the benefit is every schedule is getting changed. Mm-hmm. You know, since everybody's schedule is getting screwed, the NFL has a chance to go in there and just kind of try to bully some people for the best dates, best locations, shit like that. Yeah, I mean, and you know, they can use. I don't know. I mean, like you said, this year's draft opened up a lot of different possibilities, and you know, yeah, we'll see. How about you? I mean, you've been working from from work pretty much from the jump, same as you a little bit later, Mike. But um, are you finding yourself to be as efficient, more efficient? Uh, I found myself you- even more efficient, to be honest, because I don't spend the time driving. So I can just wake up and do what I need to do, go to work. Yeah. Um, I, I can take a break and be with my kid or help out around the house and then get back to it later on. I'm not constricted to the time I leave work. Um, and yeah. you know, so it, it's it's a different it's different now. So I found myself working more, but uh, I, I don't I don't feel I'm losing work. The only thing that I feel things need to improve on is communication. But that's just you know, the times you know everybody's went from working in an office to in certain communication styles to then not being in an office and they aren't used to chatting and updating every day and you know so that, that that's right. all but but aside from that like i mean and maybe i'm the wrong person to talk to because i i am a systems manager i understand systems very well i can adjust to computers pretty quickly i i've, I've adjusted very easily um so but i and, and to be honest i've also seen people that weren't tech friendly adjust extremely easily so it's just been impressive to everyone kind of just adjusting yeah, that's it. kind of a good point you said kind of a segue off of what you said it's not a segue but just um i know a lot of things have gone horrible and there's a lot of bad shit that we can bring up or point out and i will say for the for the turnaround from like february we're acting like this is no big fucking deal to march all of a sudden people start dying until where we're at now um in those few months i think jobs and people in general have done a way better job than I can't imagine that short time. Like, you know, like you said, there is difficulties, but I mean, what the fuck? It's just two months in. Like, I mean, the fact that, you know, our job, you know, other jobs are able to pretty much still continue is it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Um, impressive. Yeah. The, you know, all IT dudes have to just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. making companies keep it going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and a lot of managers have been forced to adjust um, the NFL included and, you know, it yep. just goes to show you that if you put the time in and you, you know, you, you can plan this out and it can work. It may not be as effective, but the whole point of the draft is to get players that are eligible to be drafted, drafted. And it did that. So, you know, it, you don't have to get into semantics. Was it on a fucking boat uh, on the Bellagio? No. But did, was a player drafted to the team that wanted him? Yes. So, the, what I will say is just exactly for what you said, that's why – Next year, excuse me, if they did an online draft, it wouldn't be a fucking big deal. It would be great. Because the one knock about the, the way shit went down this year is some of these players maybe dropped more or, you know, because teams weren't able to get the normal, um, you know, day-to-day, like, you know, NF, I mean, what's it called, pro days and all that kind of shit, shit that they normally get with these players. So it was kind of like if we liked them early on in the process – 
then we got to hope we were right at that time. Maybe try to get some Skype interviews, but that's about as far as you can go. Hey, and, um, may, and maybe it'll set up to like you have your certain amount of people, your first round picks there present, and then picks the rest of the rounds are all virtual. And, you know, and, and maybe that's, that's how you do it. Whereas the first round is live and the rest of them are all virtual. And there's this way, it's no guy in the green room. He's now in the second, you know, he's going to be a second round pick. Now he's a third round pick. And it's to avoid that situation. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe it's only like the top you said, five. Though, the, the one thing it did do is open the door, right? We don't know what's going to happen, but at least there's, there's another option or there's this kind of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Right. But actually, to the you guys want to get into what actually happened in the draft? Yeah, yeah. I think people yeah. uh, people don't care about Zoom anymore. Apparently, like, what the fuck? These fools getting into some stupid shit with his IT talk. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to say, Mike? What was the first, like, off the top? Did, oh, did you watch draft at all, Brendan? I mean, you kind of followed the Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I did. I had, I, I, um, I was watching until Tua, and then um, my, it was bad time for, for Malcolm, so I had to go upstairs, and I came back down, and I saw the Niners pick that I saw them trade it out. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Hey, one thing, it's a good point to bring up the fact that we say this all the time, so don't be shocked, but you know, there's always people that are shocked. I mean, I'm shocked that people aren't experts on our show, but um, <laughs> we don't pretend to know college fucking football. We're not experts. We don't watch college football nearly as much as we watch the NFL. Like most things, we watch these things through our lens. So we watch the draft through the you know Niners lens and shit like that. And I mean, we know a little bit. We're not going to say we don't know shit, but Again, we're not pretending we know a lot. It's just basically our opinions. We're not giving you any information you can't get elsewhere. And and but when Eric says substantially less, on my part, I, he means zero percent. I watch zero percent of college football. I mean, you but I mean, to be honest, it's a national championship game. Yeah, but I ingest so much college, um, not college, NFL talk and uh, so many podcasts that I I hear about players. And obviously, I know a guy like Tua or some of the some of the prime players in college, but really. I don't pay attention to them until, until until this point, until like now when they get drafted and now it's time for me to like, okay, well now you're an NFL player, but I still hear about them. So but I mean, so not, like, but, but there's a lot of people like you because I mean, what's wrong with that? Right. Why nothing. would I care about the, if you're, especially if you're an NFL guy, yeah. I mean, what am I worried about you? So it's like a lot of guys with them um, boxing. They're like, they're not worried about these prospects. Like, Hit me up when you're in the top 10 or you're challenging for a belt. Then I'll give a shit about you. So then I'm cool. Not knowing your name, you know? No, no, you, you, you ain't lying about that. So, Give me your impression of the top, um, I don't know, the top picks. Did it go the way you thought it was going to go? I mean, did you were you were you surprised? Um, since you guys both know a little bit more than I do when it comes to college players, well, that's what I was going to say to Mike. What was your biggest, I don't know, shocker, surprise from the top picks? Oh, or anything? No, Just no, like, the, um, the sixth round full. No, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I'm saying like, no, no, there was no surprise. One girl, two, um. Uh, Chase or, Young. That was like or, pretty much. Or how about how about what teams went with? Like to me, straight up. Like I mean, you said there's a surprise. A lot of people were surprised the fucking Packers took a quarterback. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a, lot a pretty of people, big surprise. But, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact or, that also the Eagles went with fucking Hurts hurt, yeah. in the second round is a big like, yo, what's up with Carson Wentz? I mean, there's a, there's also the fact that the Packers didn't get no wide receivers. At all. And that's what I mean. Not only didn't they get the wide receiver, they basically they seem to have gotten the quarterback they're trying to replace yep. Rodgers with. So, I mean, I don't know how, how smooth shit's going to be in Green Bay. You know? But the one thing about the Packers is, I mean, the, the, the Eagles that I find interesting is, bro, after that draft pick, I honestly, I haven't seen a franchise 
drop so many excuses after like, yo, this is why we did it. This is how we did it. They're going out of the way to be like, yo, it's this doesn't go advance. I mean, you did what you did, dog. This shit is pretty obvious. Doesn't mean you're replacing them right away, but at the very fucking least, you got a competition in the house, dog. I mean, you got, one in, the, you got, yeah, you got one in the tuck. Yeah, what's going on right here, fool? Like, these fools are drafting a fucking a quarterback in the second round and acting like the fan base isn't going to be tripping if maybe there's a competition for the fact that their quarterback hasn't finished seasons in the past, like, fucking three years. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like the Green Bay fans, you know, when they drafted a quarterback. But the Green Bay fans, I mean, just thought – I think it was hard for them to – yeah, you're right. It, it was about the same. This, this, well, those were the shockers as far as those teams, right? Like, what direction right, right. they were going? Well, right. I mean, you um, know, you, you, can, you can say – you can listen to the coach. They can say whatever they want. But when you look at the personnel moves and they go directly against what the coach is saying, then you know, like, okay, so you're kind of yanking, giving us yanking our chain or, you know, come on, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What about Tua? The, the fact that the Dolphins went with Tua, did that shock you? Or did you no. – did or were you buying into the hype that they were going to go with Herbert? No. Because I felt like between the two, even though Tua has had the injuries, he's still the better quarterback to me. To me. Well, it went back to back. Right. So, but, but I mean, they had the option. That, that's why to me, I felt like, yeah, they made, to me, I think they went with the, the pick that they, they had in mind the whole time. I think they, they felt Tool was going to be there and they were going to grab him. I didn't think, I think they were just uh, throwing maybe the Herbert um, rumor to see if anybody else was going to, yeah, maybe, maybe right. like get the charges to trade up or something trade like up. that. Right, right, exactly. You know, I listen. That's I, just what I, I. I don't. I don't. You know, who knows? But I, I, that's what I think. And the Dolphins got two, and I don't. That was a good pick. Now, you I, think um, it's a good pick? No, no. I said that was a good pick. Oh hell yeah, dude! That's I think, they, like I said, I think they got the better of the two. If you ask me, I don't know. Oh well, yeah, I do well, think so too. I'm never mind. I was gonna say I don't know, but I do think they did. I do. That's how I feel. Obviously, I mean, obviously, the injury, the injury you know, changes everything. But what the fuck? Right. Right, but I think yeah, I think both both fully healthy. I think two is the better quarterback. If I was in the team, if I was part of the Chargers organization, I understand the ups and downs and how you, especially you all this time and the COVID and you're at the home, at home even more and shit. Just think over thinking and thinking shit. I would. I know at one point, I'm hoping it or I'm thinking. I'm assuming someone came to the point where they sat the fuck down and said, "What are we fucking doing here? Yeah. The whole plan was to tank for Tua all along." Right. We have them there. What the fuck yeah. are we doing? We're, are we going to really be the team that's going to look back and say, we planned for him, we had the opportunity, we chickened and then, out, and we and turned around and we were, right. we were right all along. Yeah. It's like, if you're not going to take him then, when? Right. Like, yeah. what, you know? Let's be, let's be fucking honest. Us, as if, you know how we say we look through, through our lens, right? If we look at this through, through Niner fans, right? If we felt that we were the Dolphins and Tua was there, that's the kind of pick that I think fans fucking are okay with. If you're wrong, you're wrong, bro. Fuck it. We thought that yeah. was a cat. You know what I mean? And if he wasn't it, he wasn't it. I mean, but that's the cat I'm assuming the Dolphins fan base wanted. Right. I was going to say, you got the guy you wanted, though. That was the thing. Like, you ended up getting the guy you wanted. There's always the guys that go with the latest trend, but I can't I, – I can't – I can't picture Dolphins fans saying, yeah, give me Herbert instead of Tua, right. bro. Oh, hell no, dude. <laughs> No, and that's not, too, no, that's no offense, like to. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that Herbert's going to be, you know, like a bust. No, that's not what I'm saying. But oh, I, no, like no, I said, no, exactly, not at all, not at all. Yeah, but I'm not I'm saying, saying that is, he's going to be a bust. I, I'm just saying that draft? between the picks, to me, I, I would went with Tua. But like we said, what is this fucking draft? I mean, no one knows shit, right? Till anybody laces them up. So all right. we can talk about at the is end of the day, they still got it. Yeah, 
And uh, what we know is Brandon said it himself. He says he rarely watches games. He knows the two is. I highly doubt you knew who the fuck Herbert was. So like probably like the la- the last mock. I mean, you, I just find out that he was the uh, Oregon quarterback. Oregon. So I mean, Oregon. it's like <laughs> I, I saw. I was like, you know, you you've seen him play, but like you could pick. You could have gave me a lineup of if there were four duplicates of that guy and one other guy, I would have chose the other guy. Yeah, or even if you yeah. knew who he was, right? You probably wouldn't have assumed he was like. Uh, considered one of the top three quarterbacks in the fucking nation. Like no, no and way. to be honest, at six six, like two thirty, I would have thought he maybe played basketball. And this is the crazy thing about all of it. It wasn't like Oregon was competing for the national title either. You know, mm-hmm. but they usually are though. They usually they usually are. Yeah, uh, I can chip now. But or it, at, it at least at least the pack the pack twelve title. Yeah, right. But yeah. even then, it's still like, nah, they haven't been competitive. That, that, that's what I meant to say. Like, hey, but they got comp- they compete with the jerseys all day long. Right, they always. always. That jerseys. Is, and, that's on point. And, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Like, to, what I will say this is that does prove – that's why you always see, like, this – excuse me, quarterbacks from, like, Arkansas State or some random school pop up because – and obviously Oregon's not one of those schools. But showing that if you got the tools and you get the height and you look the part – Someone's gonna find your ass and at least give you a couple looksies. And once it takes, all it takes is a couple fucking coaches to to be interested in you. And all of a sudden, you're you're the hot shit. And there's always the lazier scouts, the lazier coaches that it just all they need to hear is this person's interested in. That's cool. That's all the scouting I need to do. How many times do we see the shit that if like we see teams, people get call them out on like there's actual GMs or people in the league that they think if they think this is a move Bill Belichick would do, that's what they'll do. There's no, you know what I mean? They're just like, I'm just going to do it because I think this is what he would do in this situation. I mean. No, you ain't lying, man. Topic yet. I was looking so, you know, it's fun. completely cut off. No, 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 it's, it's all good. Um, I was looking at the number two pick who happened, who is Chase Young. Chase Young. Um, mm-hmm. And then I heard this on Simmons podcast and I don't want to like piggyback, but it's a good question because I think it's an important question. Should the lions have put some press out saying that they're going to draft Tua or they're looking at Herbert or something like that, you know, to, I mean, at, or, or maybe teams will see right through that bullshit and be like, no, get no, the no, fuck no, out no, of here. No, 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 no. See, I'm glad someone else said it, that it's not us. You know how we always talk about that, Ben, mm-hmm. the shit that, mm-hmm. or all of us might, we talk about the shit we say and we're like, if somebody else would have said it, it would have been a bigger deal, but we've been saying it all along. I felt the same yeah. way. Like, I understand where the Lions, why they went where they went. That's not a problem at all. But why the fuck aren't you at least making it seem like you want somebody, bro? And if you don't want to make it two, or make it a tackle. Make it, I mean, something else than yeah. the direction you went. I mean, cornerbacks don't go top three. Like, they just don't. So you could have gotten someone to give you a shitload. Bro, just move back to four. Move back to five. Like, don't even do much. We just said the Chargers, if they were, or whoever wanted a... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how does, how does, like... Look, and I'm sure Jeff Okuda is a great player. Andy, I'm he's sure an he's amazing. Good. I oh, think yeah. he's going to be a But it's stud. like, how does he help Stafford stay healthy? He doesn't. No, 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 no. See, well, actually, you're right about that, of course, but that's – Well, no Andrew Thomas could do that. I have no actually. problem with the pick, though, dude. To me, I think they went with a great I, I like, pick. My issue is what you brought up. The point is, why didn't they bullshit the desperate football? They didn't, I wouldn't have moved back to, like, 10 or some crazy shit. Cause no, but, like, five, if I was them, I would have wanted six range. Yeah, but at least get some fucking feelers. You know what I mean? Like, find out. Like, I feel like the Lions, like, they, yeah, that was a, a missed opportunity. So I do, I do agree with that one right there. 
glad. I mean, well, I'm not, I'm not glad, but I'm glad you agree. Yeah, like I don't know what the fuck to say about that one. I mean, there was some crazy, crazy. You know, there's some teams trying to make moves, I guess, right? So it's the draft. You get the if you, if you Like, if you look at the drafts and who they picked, like, and I have it up on ASPN right now, like, you can see where, where teams are headed, right? Um, Jacksonville has no idea what they're doing um, on the offensive end because mm-hmm. they drafted another cornerback, right? Yeah. But um, they needed a cornerback. They needed yeah, a cornerback. they did. Um, and – you know the Giants drafted an offensive tackle because offensive they're trying they're trying to protect their quarterback and create some holes with Barkley. Saquon, yep, yep. Um, and the Panthers they needed defense. How can you pass up on a guy like Derek Brown and see if he's really good? Um, the Browns they drafted an O tackle. Same with the Jets. They're trying to protect their quarterbacks. Um, yep. The Raiders drafted a wide receiver, trying to give Carr some weapons. Um, that was a big storyline, right? So the Raiders right. drafted a wide receiver. They were the Henry first team to draft a wide receiver, mm-hmm. and they didn't draft a wide receiver. Anybody had number one overall. Yeah, um, he, his grade is a 92, um, according to ESPN. I mean, but it's I don't just, know. That's what I'm saying. To me, yeah. I don't He's 6'7". Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's an offensive tackle. My bad. Yeah, wrong, <laughs> I was about to say, what? That's no, not no, this guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, he, Henry no, but, Ruggs of 30s, 5'11". Rugs. 5'11". Yeah, I was going to say, that fool's not even six feet. I was going to say. But, but he runs like seven. a 4'1". Yeah, but what I, this is one of the things that's going to be interesting to me. It was him and Jerry Judy. This happens once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, there's two guys – Two wide receivers from the same team coming out around the same time. Yep, I'm here. You, you there? Yo. What happened? That fool's mic just cut out. Yeah. Yo, E, what? You there? Yo. Yo, yo, your mic just yeah. cut out. You good? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're, you're back. Uh, I don't know. What the hell? Anyways, um, but, but yeah. you're you're saying about the receivers from the same team. Yeah, yeah. So like two two yeah two receivers basically come in from the same squad and um, basically it's like was it this guy along or was it that guy along? Who's you know who's the reason? Mm-hmm. And I think the Raiders just said fuck it. I don't care what anybody thinks. They went with the Al Davis classic. Let's just go with the faster one. Fastest, yeah. Fastest uh, we're just gonna assume we're gonna assume. Jared Judy was doing what he was doing because this dude was fucking breaking the top off on these motherfuckers all day long. So I, I don't have too much of a fucking um, problem with the pick, but it's like any of these picks, when you make that pick, you got to be right because you clearly said no to the other guys, right? Yeah, that's, yep. that's a tough one. And then you look at the um, the Buccaneers. They traded with the Niners, which is our favorite team. Uh, if, you're fa- if this is the first time listening to this, all three of us are Niner fans. It is not by coincidence. No, um, yeah, we're just we know we're all Niner fans, but the Bucks traded up to get um, an offensive tackle to offensive protect tackle. protect Brady exactly, and then we went with Kinlaw, a defensive tackle, to replace DeForest Buckner, and yep. then like you said, right after that, Jerry Judy. So you can see what these teams are doing. Uh, and, and the Jerry Judy pick, it was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um, not great, but what I'm saying, it was a good move for good the, pick for the Broncos as Broncos, far as not yep. only was it a great pick, is I think they thought they weren't they didn't have a chance to get that guy. No, and they you? wanted him all along. They were rumored to try to trade up with the Niners, maybe trade up with the they wanted him all along. And um they ended up being lucky that they just stayed pat because they got their guy, they got him at fifteen, they didn't trade up. Um you know, I mean, much. You know, they didn't have to do much crazy shit. Like, they were just able to 
to get their guy. So I think Jerry Judy to the fucking Broncos. Solid um, move. Solid move, yeah, because they wanted him. They got him. That's what you do. You know what I mean? You get it, you go get them. <laughs> Damn but right. They didn't even necessarily go get him. It just still ended up seeming like that. That just, just had, exactly just by by team needs and you know the Raider. I mean, I mean the, the Raider move changed the game, and the fact that the Bucks did what they did. I mean, not the Bucks. I'm saying, but the Bucks trade with the Niners, and the Niners did what the fuck they did. Yeah, those two picks back to back were like, wait, everybody expected no receive, no at least two certain receivers, which was Lamb and Judy, to be gone by this point, and they were both there for the fucking Broncos. Well, so they were literally able to choose who the fuck they wanted, and it was it was great for them. And it, speaking of the same kind of player, I mean, at least in the news that I've heard, C.D. Lamb falling to the Cowboys. That's generated a lot of press, a lot of buzz. Um, it's a fucking stud. Yeah, because they got a good receiver. Possibly you know, the not, one. Now that he's a Cowboy, I'm maybe you know, must start hating a bit, but he's a stud. Yeah, because possibly stud. a lot of a uh, couple of mo- uh, of the mock drafts had him as the top receiver. He also had the moment of the draft too, right? With, yeah. Go with phone? this girl. Oh yeah, dude, for with sure. Burn, with the phone, yeah. I mean, he that shit was funny. Oh, you know who no. did? You know how you said the moment of the draft? Going back to that real quick. I just saw his <laughs> name funny. on one of the DeAndre Swift running back from Georgia. Did you ever see the one of the things came out? Is I mean, DeAndre Swift. Look him up. The whole thing of this running was like, just look up DeAndre Swift's pops. Dude, us some. He's on some mega swole dog. If you want to see a fucking unit, dog, look up this one's dad. All right, DeAndre Swift dad is the first when I, I typed in DeAndre SW. So let's see. His dad, he's a, he's just a motherfucking ball of muscle, a fucking just a mass. His name is Darren Swift, and he makes a tank top look like nothing. <laughs> I, like, I told you I was a lion. <laughs> no, he's, he's he's a bald black man, gray gray uh, beard. Um, and he's just super buff. Got a kind of a pot belly too. Oh, yeah, he's he's round, but I mean, but he's he his arms. I mean, what the fuck is going oh on? Oh my god! There's this, this picture right here where he literally looks like a red like ball. There's this interview after the draft where they were asking um, him about his pops, and that's who said, you know, he kind of was like, well, basically since birth, like since I remember, hey, that's uh, big big on some massive shit. Hey, that's just his you, you guys can. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna screen share, dog. <laughs> Can you guys see? Oh, yeah. There he is. There he is. There oh, he is. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Massive man. Look at this one. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Look, that's the one. That's the, that's the one that was on the draft where you were like, yo, yo what's up with that fool's pops, dog? You guess you in the headlock, you're a rap. Uh, and what are those muscles on the back of your neck? Is it like a, a, a trapezius or what, what? I don't know. I'm way off. I mean, trapezoids. I think you're saying. Yeah, it lo- he looks like a little triangle, like a hanger, <laughs> like a like a thick muscular hanger. All right, I'm gonna stop sharing. But yeah, they, yeah, because we're over here on some crazy shit over this was that <laughs> we're about to have to go hit the restroom right quick. <laughs> he kind of looks like Carmelo so Anthony a little bit. His son, um, DeAndre Swift. Carmelo Anthony eight. No, 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 his kid, his kid, his kid, his kid, his kid, the the, the actual player who got drafted. (laughs) But yeah, so we were at CD Lamb, right? Going to the fucking Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. um, And, you know, I I think it's a good time to, um, unless, oh, no, never mind. Uh, I mean, I I don't, I don't know any of the other guys and Mike, Eric, feel free to jump in if you guys want to talk about the first round at least, uh, or if we can skip to Brandon, uh, what is his last? How do you pronounce his last name? Ayuk. Mine is Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk. 
Aosen. So, um, sorry. Great first name, number one. Number two, he <laughs> he went to Arizona State. Arizona got drafted. State. Yep. Got drafted by the Niners. Uh, so they fill that need for a wide receiver. This is the first wide receiver drafted by the Niners, I think, since AJ. Right, Jenkins. <laughs> Yeah, I no, guess. no, no, you're wrong. I mean, first round. Guy. First round, yeah. Yeah, because Jenkins was a first rounder, dude. I think he was top yeah. ten. I can't remember if. Uh, no, no, I don't think he was no, top no, ten, no. but he was he was a first rounder. No, I think that was like at the tail end of the Harbaugh year, so you might have been like, like in the twenties. Twenties, yeah, yeah. But anyways, oh yeah. So we we drafted him, and I'm, we'll we'll get, we'll get to him in our niner in our niner pod, um, which was right after we exactly got, exactly we'll we'll, we'll, get we, we'll finish the NFL draft stuff. But then Eric, you talked about this before because obviously, um, this is something that I don't even know who Jordan Love is, dude. But the the fact that the Packers took him is such a uh, a slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers, and, and traded up to get him, traded up to get him. Oh God! Um, so yeah, what do you guys think, dude? What, what did you What did you think when you saw that? Uh, what were your gut reactions and gut feelings? I think um, um, Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find a way to bring him up here. The, I always bring up the story of how when the Niners went to the Super Bowl and he had lost his job, how much of a fucking pro he was, how happy we all were when he went to KC because he was such a pro. You wanted shit to go right with him. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has an opportunity to – is he going to be a nice cat or is he going to be a complete asshole to his kid like the way Brett Favre – remember, Brett Favre fucking was dick to him. He went out – he said, fuck you, dog. This mm-hmm. is my job. I ain't teaching you how to take my job, homie. <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, nah, bro. And, that and I don't, I don't know like what that. Brett Favre is going to do. Is Brett Favre just going to continue that same tradition? And you mean like, Rogers, yeah. Rogers? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, is he going to basically look at Jordan Love and be like, nah, dog, what the fuck? You're on your own. Because I'm going to play for like another seven years, dog, so I don't know what you're doing over here. <laughs> you know, he, Or he can be just a, a pro and be like, yo, fuck it. I'll teach you what I got to teach you because I'm still going to be all day all over you. You know what I mean? Right. But no, I do think um, uh, the the internet went crazy. You know the internet. I mean, Twitter yeah. went mad. It was just like you said. You didn't have to follow to know. Wait, what the pack? What did the Packers do? Because people were killing them. Yeah, they were trending. And then the Jalen Hurts to the Eagles in the second round. You know, we talked about that. Right. It's just, it's shocking. It's crazy. Um, I listened to. I, I mentioned it before. This a podcast. It's a. Oh fuck! I'll give him a shout out to Sports Gambling Podcast, and one of the, one of the hosts is a big Eagles fan. And homie went on a rant today talking about this is the worst fucking pick I've ever seen in my fucking life. I mean, he hated it, and he's not the only Eagles fan I've seen. I've probably seen on Twitter and all over the place that they were just like, "This is just fucking stupid." Dog. I mean, because it's not like they didn't just give fucking Wentz a hundred million. I mean, they 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 that means we're all in. This means we don't know what the fuck we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. I don't get it. I just don't fucking get it. I mean, mean, to to me, like, I don't know. There's an opening for a quarterback in New England right now. And if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm doing whatever I can to get my hands on Aaron Rodgers because clearly the Packers continually disrespect him. And um, and, and maybe you, you don't know. I mean, and look, yeah. and if you're talking about like because obviously they're not going to go after Cam because that's and Jamie signed with the Bucks, so he's off well, the I, market. I agree, but I would say I, I wouldn't go with the obvious. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Saints. Thanks, Mike. <clears throat> yeah, Jamie's I, I disagree with the obviously about Cam because I do think he might still be in the mix because one of the storylines too is the Pack State State put. 
Mm-hmm. You know, oh, actually, the pets, they, they just can't get into shit. Nah, they, they, pun intended they, or what? Yeah, they, they didn't get. So that's why um, dads are a little crazy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what the fuck? You food really are good? You really didn't think you'd go get somebody? And maybe they're like, what's his name? Step, Step, Stedman? Stedman? What the fuck is the, the quarterback name? Yeah, I think Who's the, the Patriots guy? No, the, whatever. The Patriots, the Pats the quarterback right now. You know what I mean? That cat. They either like him or, or they got, got plans for a, a fucking free agent to come in because um, they signed Hoyer. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we all know what the fuck, what the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, if you sign Hoyer, I mean, anybody who's been out. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. That's exactly what that or, means. With Burrow now in Cincinnati, maybe there's a move for Dalton. Yeah. Yeah. Dalton to the Pats. I mean, Dalton, that's what the Eagles fan that I told you went on that rant today said, like, bro, go get Andy Dalton. There's moves yeah. to make if you want to get yeah, out of exactly. backup shit. If on a backup, have, right. We, we understand that that food's been hurt. Go get a backup. Don't do this. What are you doing with this? You know what I mean? There's backups to go get. You know, there's fools out there. This is a move that is, I mean, a second-round pick. Yo, we're going to cover it later on in the Niner podcast. You know, not to fucking tease it again in the Niner section of it, but, like, Niner just went and fucking got Williams for a fifth rounder and a third round next year. Homie. So that lets you know how valuable these draft picks are. For you to go ahead and throw a second-round pick away for a fucking a quarterback. A backup? Might not, yeah. It, well, it, I mean, and if and sticking with the Niner tune, I mean, we got Jimmy Garoppolo for a second-round pick. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you just, you just got to be clever Taylor with Hurst? it. Jalen hurts Jimmy Garoppolo. I know there's a haters out there, so fuck you. But you know what I mean? Jimmy, that's a that's an easy that's an easy like. Because again, remember the draft is a we don't know shit, right? So what, as what, of now, we definitely mm-hmm. know that Jimmy at least is serviceable. We know that hurts is a fucking project. You know, right. at this point, and and I like hurts. I don't. I, don't I was about to say that. I like hurts. I like hurts too. Don't, you know what two. I like? What would make me like hurts a lot more? If the fucking Eagles didn't come up with all these bullshit excuses and just flat out said, you know what? There's a competition. We bought this one. Yeah, we bought this one to compete. I mean, we're just trying to compete. We just we want to get back to the Super Bowl. In that Super Bowl, we learned one thing. We went. We won it because every single man on the roster fucking cat, uh, mattered, and and that's the way we want to fucking run our team moving forward. If we if we if we see a position that's available, if that's the best player that we got on the board, we're gonna grab him. Whether we got three. Starting caliber quarterbacks we don't get a fourth. I mean, right. they no, can you do ain't that lying. kind of talk. But don't be over here trying to charge and talk bullshit like, yo, 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 this is going on. Wentz, chill, 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 chill. Especially when you hear already all these anonymous fucking teammates talking about Wentz ain't shit and lock. You know what I mean? So this ain't fucking helping. Either go all in or let them know, yo, you're on very thin ice. And just to let you know, or just to show you how much thin ice is, that's your replacement right there, homie. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, again, my only problem is them bullshitting. That's my biggest problem. Because I don't think Hurts is a bad fucking player. I know it's easy to knock these guys. That guy, two years before fucking two of them replaced him, you know, all that, and it was two years ago, he was considered the hot shit, top top guy. And all of a sudden now, they shelve him. You know, I don't think that's the case for him. But at the same time, I don't think the Eagles should have done it and not the way they did it. It was just all wrong. He got to a national title with Alabama, too. Yeah. So, that's what I'm – I mean, I get why you like him. I don't get why the Eagles like him. And, and I don't get why the Eagles like him in the second fucking round. Yeah, I think yeah. the situation's not good for him. Not because um, 
Pete can't play, but I mean, obviously they got Wentz there. So it might be gonna, a good situation for him because Wentz might be a guy that's going to be hurt, and he just going to take over. Clearly, yeah, I, I mean, think clearly, that's what, my bad, my bad, Michael, right ahead. No, no, I was going to say, and I think that's the like we were just going back off what you said, Eric. I think that's a reason why they went with with him in the second round. Um, but like you said, but don't mention right. the injuries, but just say yeah. you want to be stacked. You want to you want to get somebody there, right? <laughs> like we just we got insurance at quarterback. What's up? You know, but yeah, I mean, yeah like, exactly like you said. Like the teams will make. You can see the Eagles clearly don't have a lot of confidence in the health of Wentz, so they make the mm-hmm. move. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Put them on notice. Um, well, some people are talking about they're planning to use them, kind of like um with the with the Saints, with the Taysom Hill and the, you know, maybe two quarterbacks in at the hey, same time. I mean, there's what's, those, those what's, again, what's that old saying, Eric? If you got two quarterbacks, you, ain't you don't none. have none. No. <laughs> you and, all know. And the Eagles <laughs> won a quarterback, and, and the, I mean, the Eagles won a Super Bowl recently. That's what I'm saying. The Niner, us as Niner fans, we've seen her fucking um, team reach a Super Bowl and not won it in recent years. And you see how frustrated the Niner we are, and we're like, "Yo, what the fuck's cracking over here?" Mm-hmm. Whenever we think right. there's some fucking bullshit going on. Some, yeah, if I yeah, was an yeah. Eagles fan and we just won the whole shit not too long ago, I'm, I'm again, I'm looking at this and saying, "Yo, what the fuck's going on?" Dog? See, because the thing about that about that that makes it crazy as well is when they went and got Wentz, they traded up to get him, so they gave up yeah. picks to get Wentz. Now you go and draft a quarterback. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. You're sending the wrong message, Joe. You're sending the wrong message. Get another quarterback, but not this guy, not this early. But wait, this is way too much fucking Eagles talk. That's a lot. Um, well, actually, we we, we got to take we got to take a quick break, and then right. we're gonna we're gonna hop back and and discuss all cool, the cool. niner all the niner stuff. So, uh, hang tight. We'll be right back. Um. All right, we we back. We back. All right, we're going to talk about the Niners now. Um, the Niners did uh, they did some things, man. They did a lot of things. Um, there was movement. Oh, there was yeah. movement. Uh, let's start with the person that should lead the Niner talk, Joe Staley. Oh, 100%. He, he uh, retired or he allowed the Niners to uh, trade for uh, – he helped find his replacement and then retired. So it's a long story short. And um, – you know, he's, he's been a member of the Niner organization for a very long time. He was drafted in the same draft as Patrick Willis. He was yep. protecting Alex Smith. He was, you know, he made it to both of our Super Bowl runs that we both lost, unfortunately. But Staley was a constant professional and um, one of my favorite Niner players. So you boys want to take it from here, go right ahead. Yeah, third, uh, Joe Staley, 2007 draft. Um, fucking 13 years. Uh, all the every single year with the 49ers, uh-huh. uh, was a six time pro bowler. I mean, this guy was he was everything. Like you said, there's there's playoff moments, there's team captains, there's leadership, there's um jokes, there's um interviews. Uh, I mean, you saw when he announced how many Niners, ex Niners, um, coaches and up. people just came out and were just like, I mean, dude. Dude, all I thought about well, the first thing I thought about was him and Frank. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that era. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, I don't know if you guys seen right. that picture. That picture that someone sent that a couple people retweeted and like where uh, somebody sent that picture where you know where you see where Staley's carrying Frank Cora, like he's mm-hmm. like celebrating and he's kind of like picking him up in the air. And um, they were pretty much you know, somebody sent that picture to, uh, to York, 
and was like, yo, if um if this isn't a fucking statue um outside the fucking stadium, then I don't know what's wrong. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I feel you, dude. Yeah. yeah. So Staley, he I mean, I don't know, like he we talk I talk about it with the with all my you know, everything my root for. My favorite part or my favorite players are the guys that I feel like wanna be there. That that, that wanna be there are enjoying their time there. They know what it means. Uh, they have a connection with the fan base. And Joe Staley just, uh, the, the you know, what comes to mind is um, Niner. You know what I mean? It's just a Niner. Just straight up, everything about him is who you want to bring in and what you want them to live up to. And, uh, you know, we've seen the, the tributes. I don't know if you guys got to see the, the little video from fucking, um, from Kittle. Oh yeah, that was really awesome, man. It was really sweet. I mean, he meant he meant a lot to everybody else. But what about you guys? I mean, obviously, I can go for days. Yeah, Mike, what do you think, man? What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, like you, like you guys said, just to piggyback on Ultimate Pro. You know, he was a pillar at left tackle for us for what thirteen years. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, I just <clears throat> wish we could have got him a ring to culminate. Definitely. You know, his great his great career. Yeah. But uh, we definitely will be missed, and he definitely, like you guys, uh, back to, to touch what you guys were talking about earlier, um, he helped get uh, – gave us enough time to get his replacement. Well, basically, he didn't say that – because if right. he would have announced that he was retired, it would have been obvious, like, these fools, they need to get a tackle, or, you know, they're going to have to replace right. him, or, or they're going to trade with the – you know, like, and actually, it's not even about the draft. It was about the trade with the, with the Redskins. With the Redskins, yeah. So it I think within the organization, he gave them enough time or gave them a heads up and told them, hey, you know, if, you, if you're going to make the move, make the move because, you know, I'm not coming back. Because I'm out. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You saw the, the Bucks GM came out and said um, that uh, the, the Staley uh, shit scared him. Like he thought he had a feeling Staley wasn't coming back. That's oh, why so he traded up with the Niners to say, we want an offensive lineman. We don't give a fuck. What um, cost? We think you guys might get our guy because you know what I mean. Like Staley's not coming. Yeah, back. Staley doesn't get, because that's how how huge Staley was to the team. And again, to that point, bro, being able to to just you know be in, in contact with the team and let them know that's most likely the way I'm going to go. Go ahead and make make the moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I I, I don't think the team I don't I don't think the team would have been pissed if he would have said you know what. Um, Actually, I think I'm going to give it another go this year. But, uh, you know what I mean? But but he was letting them know, do go make that move. Uh, uh, you do, you're better off you know, going there because, it, you know, chances are I'm not going to make that move. Smart. Man, it's it, crazy. It, it, it's crazy. It's left tackles, man. We've seen it with the Niners teams before. I mean, it's crazy because uh, you take it for granted, right, especially these teams that – like the fucking Patriots fans are about to find out. Like the younger ones, the older ones know. But like, not every team has a quarterback, man. And it's not—it's not easy to have one for a long time. And there's franchises, that, you know, Browns being one that have basically never had a quarterback, like forever. Like you know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's not that easy. And I think the left tackle position is kind of like that. We've seen Niner teams in the past that we got some dog shit people playing offensive line. We got nothing going on in the tackle position. And you, we all know what happens with those kind of teams. They get chewed up and spit out over and over the fuck again. And the Top fact that pick. the Niners, yeah, the fact that the Niners since 2007 have been able to say we're good right there at the left side. I mean, 
it's pretty it's crazy super stuff. Easy, super easy for offensive coordinators, for for you know coaching staffs. You know, you've seen the numbers. How many different quarterbacks he played with, different coaches, different. You know, he he's just a lot. A lot of people have gotten paid because of that man right there. That's just as simple as I can put. And not just that, like he just looks like a really amazing teammate who not he promotes his his teammates and like go through his Twitter account. It's just nothing but a wonderful things praising his teammates, former teammates. Like he just seems like a really great dude. And he'll well, be missed. He, mm-hmm. The first thing he did was go out of the way to come out and be like, fucking welcome to the squad. I got you. And those guys are inseparable. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome to see. Go ahead. My bad, Mike. I was just going to mention there was this, uh, I don't remember who it was who tweeted it, but somebody said, "Did anybody check on check on?" Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm like, I just kind of like, like, did anybody check on him after the Joe uh, Joe State announcement? Yeah, because I mean, like, is he good? Is he good? Yeah, but you saw um, Kyle's talking about how he uh, they're planning for him to hopefully still be around the team. You know, yeah. uh, come through. That's dope. Um, like front office. That's the kind of, yeah, that's the kind of guy. Or anywhere you want him around, wherever the fuck he's coaching, going. just watching. You know what I mean? Just talking. Don't even have a job, homie. Just consulting. Hopefully, you come visit us. Yeah, of course, you want him to want to have a job there. But if a guy just retired, you don't want to scare him away by saying, "Hey, you want to come work with us real quick." You basically want to say, "Whenever the fuck you want to show up, show up and Hold do up, whatever right. you want to do." That's basically what you tell him. You're hoping he decides to say, "Hey, I'm gonna go work with these O linemen right quick," and and they should gobble all that free work you know what i mean but other than that i mean all you can do to these legends like patrick willis and all these guys is let them know hey whenever the fuck you want to come through you know pretty much um and so does it, so this tra- this retirement led to the trade you mentioned which was trading for trent williams the redskins left tackle so we were texting about this you you, you guys broke this news to me and then I was like, oh, well, maybe he'll play a right tackle for Staley. And then all yep. of a sudden, that is the Staley news breaks. So we're like, okay, well, he's his direct replacement. How do you feel about this? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the same thing that happened with Mike, right? Like, as soon as we said, that, you know, the same thing we have with Rent, Alec said, we were all texting back and forth. It was like, yo, um, you know, what's going to happen? Is he going to play here? But the, then, and then I said, then you start seeing all these things and you start remembering, like, hey, wait a minute. Joe hasn't said officially he's going to return yet. And then that's when the writing, you know, all of a sudden, you know, remember you started seeing guys just post career accomplishments. You already know what that is. You know what I mean? Like, this dude's a wrap. This dude's gone. But, you, okay, but going back to the actual pick and replacement, we just said this guy was, I think, I believe, a, um, Joe Staley was a six-time pro bowler. Well, here comes Trent Williams, a fucking seven-time pro bowler. Stud, stud, stud. 31 mm-hmm. years old, so younger. I mean... Still got some fucking footwork like a motherfucker fast. Mm-hmm. He is Kyle Shanahan's wet dream of an offensive lineman, dude. Like he And that's he, a reunion. He, he the fucking feet of this guy, um, most is gonna eat, bro. That's all I can think of. Mm-hmm. Like him and Jim McKinnon, these guys are gonna fucking eat like a motherfucker because Coleman. he's gonna be some gold some mad holes and um, hopefully this this just uh, ensures that the Niners don't miss a beat with the Joe Staley departure. Just on that end, of, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so and just just to add to it, um, that's a what a luxury to go from Staley to Williams. Oh yeah, what a luxury! I mean, exactly. 
you couldn't um again that's why Saley did that solid for us that one last go right. and we're going to cover the other you know the picks a little bit but at the same time just as we're talking about the offensive line and the Trent Williams uh they also got uh Colton uh what is it Colton McKivitz offensive tackle out of West Virginia fifth round um, sixth round or was it fifth, fifth? Yeah, yes I think it was a yeah fifth, uh, fifth, uh sixth rounder sixth round and, okay. uh, yeah and um to me uh he was a tackle doesn't look to me and he, I mean, he doesn't he might not be the kind of guy that can play tackle in, in the NFL but at the yeah, same so- time as Niner fans we're not really tripping because it seems like we got the tackle position all locked up on me so right you know if he, he if he was great he could translate more to the interior and they do say he has potential to maybe be a starter or at least a swing tackle you know alignment Guard, I saw the guard, guard as well. Guard, shit like that. Yeah. And so I do think moving them inside might be the move. Um, because again, uh, Williams is going to have that shit way the fuck locked down on the left side. And, and McGlinchey solidified himself as hopefully another 10 year starter for the 49ers on the line. Right. Yeah. Those oh, yeah. were off the Niners' offensive line. Basically, like you said, um, we're putting this in the draft because. That's how the Trent Williams acquisition basically was done. It was part of the draft. It was huge for the Niners. It it had a lot to do with the way they looked at the whole draft. That uh, you know, people seen it all the time. They it was ballsy because you know, like I say, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? After you see the moves that happen, it makes more sense to see. You know, and, and I'm gonna try to segue it or try to you know put it together with why they went the way they went in the first round. You know what I mean? Well, people were like, what the fuck's happening here? What's going on? The Niners, they were like, chill out, chill out, chill out. We got some things going on. And, um, again, that's – I'm, I'm going to look at Trent Williams as the best move in the draft, even though it wasn't a draft pick. But that shit, that shit was great. If the other shit doesn't work out, I think we're good already as long as Trent Williams uh, hits. Oh, I think he will hit, man. I think he'll be. I think he'll hit. He'll pancake. He'll do plenty of stuff. <laughs> he'll punch um, Richard Sherman after. He'll punch Richard Sherman after. The oh, that was funny. That was that yeah, was pretty I was funny. Just um, say that was funny. You know, and continuing on acquisitions, uh, the Niners got rid of two players. Uh, they got rid of Matt Breida, and they got rid of Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, Breida was for a fifth as well, right? Breida, we traded for a fifth. Yeah. Yeah. And then Goodwin, Goodwin we traded for a six. Sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, how do you guys feel about those trades? Well, let me tell you a quick story because I, I don't know how I feel. You know, these guys, I'm happy for them. I will say that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But this is a cute, cool story that just happens in life the way it is. So, um, just like we do when moves happens, I go up to you guys like, hey, did you guys hear about this? Did you hear about that? Did you hear about this? You know, we like telling each other shit. Some stuff you shrug off, sometimes you keep moving. So, I always go into my son's room, Eric's room, and I'm like, yo, you hear the doctors did this, Niners did this, da, da, da. He does the same with me. Most of the stuff is like, okay, yeah, I heard everything. So he comes into my room and he's like, yo, that um, Niners traded, got rid of um, Marquis Goodwin. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this shit happened. And then he just starts fucking balling. Oh, you know what I mean? And I'm like, but because that was his favorite, one of the squad. And we always talk about it. When you're a kid, it's different. Like, to most Niner fans, they'd be like, what the fuck, Goodwin? Why was he your favorite? But that was Eric's favorite night. You know what I mean? And 
seeing a 10-year-old ball because somebody got traded, which is kind of like a non-factor on the team, to be real with you, um, brought a bit of a, obviously sadness, but like joy to remember, like, dude, remember when we gave a fuck this much when like, dude, that's not even going to start in the squad gets traded and you go here too. Well, I mean, also, like, you, your kid started really, really becoming, like, understanding the game these last few years. And, unfortunately, for the Niners, we've been dog shit. But there was that one – there was a couple of moments where Goodwin really Good. stood out. And yeah. Had he, great, he had his... and, and I recalled the one that we all recall, which was the Giants game. Uh-huh. Um, and he made that touchdown pass. And we all – also, for me personally, and, like, I, I didn't cry when he got traded, but I definitely – uh, was was hurt because like we we went through you know infertility and and have tr- the struggle to try and have a baby at the same time we did not know each other nor did we ever communicate but we, i still felt connected to him because uh, we were part of that struggle together and you know now that he's having his baby or had his baby you know that's that's something that is amazing i'm very happy for him and it feels like we can kind of as a as a team and as a fan base like that that's the closure and now he can get an opportunity to really shine hopefully in philadelphia yeah that's what you feel that good that the team did right by him by obviously yeah. he was still employed by the team Go away as long as you need to take your personal time. Who the f- this is football, dog. This doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter, mm-hmm. dog. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Obviously, Brandon, we talk about you know like uh, you know you've you just said it yourself. I mean, this shit is is something else. The kid, the family, that's what matters. So um, that was cool on the team. I'm glad you know rooting for the Niners that they weren't on some bullshit. And then secondly, um, this was like a move like where even Shanahan and. Um, they never pretty much try to hide the fact that they were trying to move him, um, and which was a good thing. It was always like, a, you know, yeah, we, we, this guy is not the kind of guy you – Shanahan said it even before, which is kind of like you're kind of giving away some of your leverage, but he was kind of like, this is not the kind of guy we want to um, – you're going to cut. Like, you don't cut this guy. Um, he deserves to at least get traded. Um, you know what I mean? And I think hindsight or looking at it um, – I'm I'm fucking happy for for him, and I like the opportunity he's gonna have with the fucking um, with the Eagles. With the Eagles, uh, yeah. So it it um you said it, Brandon. Like after what he went through, um, I'm super happy that he got to have like a little change of scenery, mm-hmm. um, some new teammates. That um I don't know, you know, I haven't got this guy yet. You you know, I'm not the one. You you said maybe you're the one to talk about it, but sometimes I, I'm assuming maybe he doesn't. He just wants to play ball. He doesn't want to necessarily talk about that part of it all the time. Maybe he does want to talk about his kid, but not the whole everything else. Just, you know what I mean? Like, let me go to a new city, chop it up about football. He's running his, you know, because he's active. Like, like you said, ran out of people, millions of people. You see his, I see his page. I follow him. So many people hitting him up all day long. Inspirational shit. How much he means to them. How much him and their family, you know, here's a picture of my son. Here's a picture of my daughter. Yo, yo, this and that. And, um, you know, that's fucking amazing. Um, those kind of shits that uh, I guess the the city of fucking Philadelphia gets a good one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I agree. Um, and then we'll we'll briefly talk about Brita. Brita was you know a good couple of years with us. He broke out last year, um, and then had a or two years ago had a, an injury plague this past season, and now he goes to uh, Miami. So hopefully Miami. he can ball out there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, same thing, right? You said let's keep that shit short. Um, he had a nice stint. He was great, but that's. Kyle Shanahan's office uh, might be a good thing, might be a bad thing so far for me as a fan. I'm saying I like it. 
it's going to keep turning dark. You want to keep, yeah. you know, they're going to keep it moving. That's and there's, all I gotta say. and there's one name that you mentioned, uh, Jet McKinnon. He's going to get a chance to play, and I feel like we still have a three-headed monster, yes. so um, we're 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 in good position. Well, you guys want right? to? Do you guys? Oh yeah. Do you guys want to? What'd you say? My bad. I just said you know we're paying the guys. So might as well oh, hell, one hundred percent might as well. Um, want to talk about the picks? Yeah, yeah. Let's get into the you know right. the picks. Right, so uh, here, let's pull it up. The ni- so the Niners uh, in the first round went defensive tackle and wide receiver. Yeah. So here, let's pull this up. Kinlaw, Javon Kinlaw. Yes. 14th pick. Um, South Carolina. Interior oh, lineman. Pretty much here. Let's give his draft his draft rating according to ESPN as a 92. Um, so he was second overall. Uh, ranked defensive tackle, 6'5", 324 pounds. Um, so, I mean, I don't know much about him, but, I mean, this this is a good replacement for um, Buckner. Buckner, it seems like a lot of people are high on him. Yeah, replacement is harsh because we all know how, how much, you know. Yeah, Buckner's great, hard. I mean. He, he's great. Yeah, so if you're just good as fuck and you're not Buckner, that does not mean you're nowhere close to being a bust. Um, uh but we said it when we when we did our, our when we went over our grades, right? About like these moves, and uh, I said that with the Niners, right? Like the grade the grade could be a lot lower depending on what they do with that pick from Buckner, right? So I like Kinlaw. I like the move. We just said in hindsight. Uh, I'm gonna be bullshitting you. We, we you know if initially I was kind of like we all know what's up. We all know more than our our GMs. We all know more than the coaches. We know everything. So. I was like, the very first thought was like, Ramu, what are you doing? Niners, stupid, don't understand it. This is dumb. You know, Judy's there, CeeDee Lamb's there. Um, Ramu. And of course, just give me five seconds and I'm already like, yo, well, let's see. Let's see a little bit. <laughs> let's check this out. And as the draft, you know, went, went along and even more day two and everything after that, I was able to be super fucking happy with the pick at 14. Um, I think he, he was rated from in another, a lot of boards of the, the best interior lineman. And um, his, his just going to be hell of, I, I could just, I could just see how the, the line, you know, it's just going to bring that fucking pressure. And this is another guy with some, if you do it the right way, he's going to be, you know, control salary for like five fucking years. And, um, you know, Buckner was right at that point where he needed to get paid the big bucks. So yeah, they, they, even, they, even if he's much. 85% of the production that Buckner was, he's going to be a million times cheaper than Buckner was going to be, you know, so that, that side alone was a positive, but again, you never want to lose studs and, 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 and rationalize the fact that you're going to get worse out of position. So um, I still think there's a lot of pressure on this kid. And um, I, I I did see um, – I wish I remembered the name of the writer. It was He was a guy that normally writes a lot on nine beats and shit like that. So I wish – you know, I remember who was. I'd give him the props. But it was one of those things where it was kind of like um, giving the, the Niners props on, like, understanding, you know, your personnel really well where – they understood Kyle Shanahan doesn't need the number one wide receiver in the draft to make his offense work. He just needs a really good wide receiver. And Robert Sala does need, you know, that 
super badass pressure in the defensive line to make his defense work. So with that kind of explained, like it makes sense why the Niners would say, we really, really need to get the help defensively early because even if we don't get who most people have here, um, we can, you know, Kyle Shanahan's office can work with just about any motherfucking wide receiver. And that's not the same. You can't say the same for our defense. We saw just two years ago that Niner defense that everybody's giving super props looking pretty bad. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that Salah's not a good DC, and that's not even the point they were making. It's just pressure from the defensive line is crucial with what the fuck he does with the rest of his defense. And that's why that interior lineman, you know, is huge. And so if you like that guy, go get the guy. I understand it. You know what I mean? 14 not top five either. So uh, I, I'm liking the pick again more and more as you, as you think about it. Same. And how do you feel about the receiver? Oh, Brandon, him? Well, one thing is because, you know, like I said, we, we, we watched little. Um, I can't pretend that we watched too much college, but with the little college that I watch, I'm watching UCLA. So I've seen him definitely. The fact that he went to Arizona State. And unfortunately, um, which is a good thing because he's a Niner, but unfortunately as a Bruins fan, I've seen him. He you know, bosses up. up a few times. So, yeah. you know, that's how he I remember him. Yeah. And – so, but the one thing is, again, understanding your personnel, right? Going back to that point, he's a yards after the catch fucking stud. This guy is no fucking jokes. Two, he's 205, six feet, beast, just beast. Um, you just see DB bouncing off dude. So we already know as Niner fans what we got from Debo. Now imagine two guys like Good this guy, and yeah. Kittle. Um, Real quick, I'm going to pull this up. i just seen it, but I'm going to talk while I'm pulling this up. So we got these guys basically beating the shit out of DBs in a game. I mean, if you got Kittle, this guy, and fucking um, Debo just running Debo. it at you all day long, you normally don't get bullied by the wide receivers. And this might be the case. So this is um, – I saw here from uh, from Nick Wagner, who's a you know Niner guy, uh, basically tweeted, here's a quick stab at what the 49ers starting offense looks like right now. So you got Jimmy, you got mm-hmm. Mostert, and you got yeah. Juice Chick. And then at wideout, you got Debo, Ayuk, and maybe Kendrick Bourne. Remember, mm-hmm. guys, fucking Hurd, Pettis, Taylor. Taylor. One of these guys might get his head out of his Yeah, and we're going to talk about it later on when we're covering. But remember, we even drafted kid from fucking Tennessee who's a fucking monster. Kid's savagely <clears throat> tall. And, you know, he was – you know, whatever. PFF had him rated as a top 70 wide uh, player in the draft, and Niners got him in the fucking sixth or seventh, I think it was. So that could have been, you know, whatever. What I'm saying is Samuel and Ayuk, I'm happy with. And whoever the fuck is that third guy that emerges, I have to believe that of all those guys, someone's going to be that cat. And I and that's because I already like Bourne. So even if the other guys will step up and Bourne just stays there where he's at, I'm good. And then you got Kittle, of course, at tight end. And then now at the offensive line, you got uh, you got Trent Williams, Trent, yeah. Tom, uh, Tomlinson, Richburg, Brunsk, uh, Brunskill, and then you got McGlinchey. So McGlinchey. I'm good with the line. I'm good with it. I mean, at this point, again, paper's paper. As fans, just like in our fantasy football teams, once we draft, we're just looking at our team and see no weaknesses. Um, on paper, bro, this squad looking like. And I've, I've made this point before. What makes me more excited about this lineup is at – Running the whole thing is Kyle, dog. 
and Kyle, I'm just excited to see uh, what he said, you know, what he's going to do. I mean, I know it could be coach speak and he's just bullshitting, but he did say this is, this was his number one guy, you know, which is what they all say, you know, but at the same time, the one thing that a lot of other guys have said about him, what makes him probably why they could see it being the case is just as a guy that you could just like Emmanuel Sanders. And if you're trying to replace Emmanuel Sanders, you could play on everywhere on the slot, inside, outside, everywhere the fuck. He could run all the routes. He could do all the things you need him to do. And in a Kyle Shanahan offense, that's uh, that's exactly what the fucking, you know, what it, what it calls for. So, I mean, this shit could be scary as fuck. This is going to get scary. The expectations are pretty high right now. Yeah. And we also got, uh, what is it, Tyrell Williams, X. Chargers receiver as well. He's in. He's in the mix for. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The deep. Yeah. Uh, oh no, they did. Yeah, yeah. So, speech, sir. Speech, yeah, we got exactly. some weapons. We got some weapons there. Yeah, they and and you know we talked about the, the two picks now at the first round. We talked about the offensive tackle. There was also was it Charlie Warner, another tight end that they got out of Georgia. I'm not gonna say nothing much more because I don't know much, but. What did you do? What I do when I don't know about any guy, I try to read three, four, five different people that I like and see what they kind of say and try to find one thing that maybe they have in common. And hopefully that one thing is a negative, I mean, a positive thing, not a negative thing. And what you read about this guy is he can fucking block like a beast. And we already got Kittle. We don't necessarily need, you know, the tight end. If we got a tight end that can block, that's, that's a cool thing to have, you know, as a backup. Kittle could block and do way more than that. So, um, and at least this guy already has a positive going into the fact that, people at the very minimum, people feel like he can definitely block at this next level. So, I'm hoping that's the case. And that always the case. I mean, as we always hope the case is. I mean, it seems like the Niners are in a really good position right now to succeed. And you know, how can you? It seems like John Lynch is. And Kyle Shanahan are a good team. Be a great team. Yeah. Dude, this fucking – I just – you know, again, I gave you guys from Nick Wagner. I'm going to go ahead and give the homie shout-out again. And here's his projected defense, homie. You got you got Eric Armstead or D Ford at left end. You got Ken Law in, inside and DJ Jones. And then you got Bosa on the other side. Homie. Where are you going on that line? I don't know where. I don't know where the fuck you're going, but they're going after your ass, and it's going to be stupid. You know, and at linebackers, you got Greenlaw, Warner, and Kavon Alexander. What the fuck are we talking about here, guys? <laughs> Remember, Greenlaw was a steal in the fin rounder last year, so that's what I'm saying. Props got to be given to fucking Kyle and fucking and John. So that's why, you know, we said, we said it with, with even us while we were saying, I don't know about the moves at the same time we did say so far, kind of got to give these losers a little bit of leeway because they've been doing their thing. Yeah, they've been getting it right. To me, Warner, again, over and over, being that stud linebacker that people don't, you know, he's starting, finally starting to get a a lot more love, but still seems like he's not respected enough. So, and then you got Sherman, you know what I mean, at left corner, and then you got Mosley on the other side. To me, you know how much Mosley was doing his thing towards the fucking end of the fucking year. That... That is the one thing that they didn't address in the draft that could be a problem. But as far as starters-wise, they're looking good there. And then the safeties, they got Tartan Ward. What the fuck are we talking about? 
You know what I mean? Yep. So, on paper, again, on paper's on paper, but fuck, these fools look like the same team that's ready to do this bitch again. The draft didn't hurt. Um, the last pick, again, just to, ch- just to bring it up, again, just to mention him, is the, we just said is Juwan, uh, what was his name again? Kid from Tennessee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Juwan Jennings. Huge, yeah, Juwan Jennings. Fucking huge. I, I, I had his shit pulled up. I wish I remember. I don't want to lie, but he I had a he's six, called, seven, right? Yeah, six, seven. He's huge. He, if you look at his highlights, man, and he, again, Tennessee, that's SEC. So same thing with Javon, uh, with Javon, fucking, um, Kinlaw, fucking, um, SEC, homie. These guys are competing against the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it isn't like, he, yeah, he was the, probably one of the, he was probably the second, if not, you know, lineman, second, Rated interior lineman in the whole shit, and he was competing against the best guys. So it was a, there was no fluke with him whatsoever. You know, and we haven't even mentioned the fucking story. Kenlo was fucking homeless, homie. You know, this is the kind of guy, homeless, Juco, transferred to fucking, um, uh, uh, you know, South Carolina, gets drafted in the fucking 14th pick in the first fucking round. This is a guy that, like, we hear Kyle Shanahan and fucking, um, John Lynch talk about all the time how the kind of guys they want. Um, this lets you know they're not just bullshitting all the time because this screams the kind of guy they like. And then all the shit you heard about before the draft, I'm talking about he want, he wouldn't definitely want would, would want to be a Niner, you know those kind of shits. Um, seemed like a match made in heaven. I, I could again just seeing myself if I was Kyle and 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 John, I could see how they were just after a while they were like, yeah, we got to make this fucking move. Oh we yeah, we got to go this way. It seems so. Um, I think uh, I think the Niners are in great shape. Uh, like I said before, uh, I'm, hopefully we get the whole season and uh, we go from there. Yeah, I do hope so. Uh, obviously, we're not alone. We're recording weekly or as much as we can, and as much as we possibly we're, you can. Know, sports fans are just dying for something. Sports fans are dying for some sort of content. Um, so, definitely do wish for the whole season. Um, at the same time, that being said, if safe, of course, you know what I mean? Um, as a, uh, real quick, just want to throw it out to you guys as fans. Would you be okay if they return without fans? Oh yeah. 100%. Same here. Like I'm, yep. I'm cool. I understand why you need, you know, these stuff, other stuff and all that other shit. Um, but at the same time, um, this is the normal, right? So I understand why it's different to play without fans at the same time. It's different to do the shit that we're all doing with our, with our daily lives. So, um, I do want sports, but I do really want, if we return to sports, I want to return, I mean, as safe as fucking possible. You know, fans can stay the fuck away as long as they need to. Um, and even if you do start, everybody tested, all that kind of shit. You know, that's the way that they got to really look at this um, moving forward. But... Let's see. There are a lot, a lot, a lot can change in the positive and in the negative. But let's obviously shoot for the positive um, in the next couple sure. weeks and definitely in the next couple months. So all we can do, man. Keep our fingers crossed. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Um, catch us on the web. You know where to find us. Social media, all that good stuff. Um, everybody, stay safe. Uh, anything else? I mean, it was guy. Nice chopping it up with you guys. Nice. Hell talking. yeah, man. Hell yeah. Uh, obviously, during these times, these are good things to do. Um, get yeah. together, talk some fucking sports, you know. Great things, all we can do, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you on the chat threads, man. We're in a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, let's see when we do this shit again. <laughs> all right, for sure. Stay up, guys. Be safe. So, all, right, all right, peace. All right, peace. Later.